after we had told the group that I had served, all right, we're going to start a business. Yes, we'll try to service you this next year with this type of, uh, of design and software. Give me a little bit. I've got to I've got to go out and create a pitch deck and, and, and do that kind of thing. So we take about a month doing that. We both have full-time jobs. And after about a month, this doctor calls me. And he's like, so do you have the software done yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't even started. You know, <laughs> I'm going to go out and find some investors. And like, we're, we're a long way off from having software. And he said, okay, well, um, why don't you come talk to us? Like, we're investors. <laughs> come to our board meeting on Friday. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to come to your board meeting on Friday. And so, yeah, I didn't have a company name, no bank account, no pitch deck, no, no nothing. And uh, we kind of hunkered down and, and uh, finished some of that stuff. I wouldn't even say finished all of it before that Friday. Drove out to see them. It was like a four or five hour drive. And uh, so, so I had a uh, presentation at a local healthcare MGMA meeting. And uh, I just, instead of pitching my company at the time, I just, I, I did something different. And I just was like saying, Hey guys, I'm going to take a minute. And then we, we all nine to five clock in. We forget just how amazing it is um, that every day we're touching people's lives in like significant ways. You had like, I forget some of the terms on it. Right. But the maternity folks, then you had the ER folks, and you had like the the, the oncology folks. And all, it's like we're either like they're either bringing people into the world, and it's the most amazing time of their life, or there's people that are passing away, and we're touching. I'm like, right. this is an amazing job. So I said something like that, you know, totally changed up what what's the usual thing for the people that sponsor the lunch. And a guy came up afterwards. He's like, man, hey, I just wanted to say that that was that was really cool. You know, I just I loved I loved your, you know, what you said. And uh, and so we got to talking. This guy's a freaking data analytics guy. He was the exact guy that we needed to build right. the, the, the product that we wanted. And it was completely change it up talk that I did. And it, and it, and it got us the guy that, uh, um, that's right. Could build the software. And then we took him on Friday, right, right. To the, uh, to the, to the investor meeting and we got the deal. I mean, I got to say this, how they ended up investing. Oh yeah. It was, it was the most interesting thing because we had, we had really scrambled and we were headed out there on Friday and we had really scrambled. And let's say the the board meeting was at 4 PM. We had to leave by like, you know, 10, 10 AM to make it out there. And I get a call at like, Hey, I think maybe we were on the road. The three of us were on the road. We were going out to, to make this pitch to them. Uh, and they knew it was an investment pitch. Like they had invited us thinking that they, that it was an investment pitch. And they called us, uh, the, the administrator of the group called and said, you know, we've actually decided that we can't invest. And like, I think we were in the car driving uh, when he called me. And I was, you know, it was just that stinking feeling in my stomach. I'm like, okay. He's like, you know, we talked to our lawyers. We, we don't think, we, we think that it may get us in trouble investing uh, you know, Stark Law, all of these things that they go on between doctors and anti-kickbacks and all of that stuff. And we, we think that it's probably a bad idea for us as a group to invest. I said, okay, well, I understand, you know, that's not what I wanted to hear, but I understand. He's like, so we would rather just prepay you, you know, for, for your services. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh my goodness. So wait a minute, you're giving me the same amount of money that you were planning on giving me before. And then you don't want any ownership. I'm like, that, that's the best call that I've had, you know, in, in, in quite some time. And so 
Uh, we went out there. The pitch was ex extremely rough. It didn't matter, though. They were going to invest either way. It, we could have saved our time and not driven out there because the relationships that, that had been built uh, and the trust that had been built, and as a matter of fact, they said, you know, we want to give you this money. And it was a significant amount of money. We want to give you this money. Who do we send it to? Uh, what, you know, what, what do we make it out to? We didn't have a company name at the time. And so, uh, uh, had a company name, uh, made up, went and got a, uh, went and got a, uh, bank account with it. And, and, uh, we wound up rebranding into something else later, but, um, they sent the money without any paperwork. There was no paperwork involved, uh, with this at all, other than just, Hey, we know you're going to do us right. Go out and, and, and kill it. We're willing to take a little bit of a risk. And so two of the doctors uh, actually wound up investing as well individually. And uh, the interesting thing about that is they, they both did it, you know, sight, un, you know, sight unseen. They didn't see any, any software. As a matter of fact, they didn't even really read. I, I came up with some paperwork, which, you know, was probably horrible if you go back and look at it right now. Um, but they trusted me and, and, uh, and my team and gave us money. And so that was really the, the start of uh, what is visualized health right now. Yeah, love it. So uh, how did you end up um, with chair care? Like that's a Dr. Oz. Yeah, that whole so <laughs> really interesting. And like um, when, when you and I set out to start the company, the, the end goal was to sell, right? It was never to be a legacy company that we handed down to our children and, you know, that type of thing. And, and I think that most entrepreneurs are like that. They want to sell, they want to be done. They want to move on to something else because they want to do it. We're not, uh, we're not maintainers. We're builders and, and, and painters and artists. And so the ideal always was to sell. It was just to the right person. As things progressed, we, we started doing really well. There were a couple of, uh, uh, there were a couple of big contracts that we had. And one of the contracts, um, ShareCare actually ran into. It was one of their current clients with one of their product lines. They were trying to start a product line that was Visualize Health. It, was, it basically was Visualize Health. Uh, they were not nearly as far down the process as we were. We had a software that was built. We had customers that were happy. We had all of that. And so they were out pitching this new product line to uh, one of their customers, which happened to be one of my customers. And so they, uh, they, pitched this, they pitched this person. They're like, hey, we have the software. Here's what it's going to do. And what do you think? And we'll give you all this. And they're like, hold up. We have Visualize Help. It's awesome. Uh, we will never go away from Visualize Health. So, you know, stop talking now. And, and they said, well, who, who's Visualize Health? And they're like, this guy, Rob Bramblin. And, and it's funny because we were talking about connections. I had made a connection years, years before in this particular market and just this one consultant and we'd become friends and he had gone to work for ShareCare. And he knew me personally. And he's like, I know Rob Bramblin. He's like, that's awesome. And so he's like, he told all of his counterparts and then he's like, let's go meet with them. They're up in Nashville. This this group was down in Mobile. He's like, let's go meet with them. They're up in Nashville. So they called me and set up a meeting. And basically they, they had, it was me probably a reconnaissance meeting more so than, you know, let's, let's high five and be happy for Rob. It was like, what's yeah. he doing and how can we subvert it and, and do it better? And uh, that was probably a year and a half before the acquisition actually happened. And so we saw them, you know, I, I kind of poking around. Thing. Yeah. You're, uh, this is one thing I, I like about uh, you, Rob, is um, you, uh, it's like a yin to my yang, I guess. Like I can be very careful 
you are much uh, more. Let's check it out. Let's go. I, I probably if 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 I was still operating in there, I'd probably have been like, let's not meet with them. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> I, let's not meet with them. I would not have sure that meeting. All of our lawyers yeah, present. Like, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate well. that. It's a good. It's a good balance. Yeah. Anyway, good it job for going going to that meeting. Yeah. Well, they actually came to our place and we, we met and, and met with their senior team and uh, senior team of that division. And they went about another six months of trying to do what we did. And they never were able to do it, which is, you know, they could do it. They could do something really well, but they couldn't scale what they were doing really well. It required a lot of manpower. And our particular process was opposite of that. It was no manpower and we're doing things without manpower. And that was, that was the beauty of what they were, what they were wanting. And so they started talking to us about, Hey, would you guys be open to an acquisition? Actually, they said, would you partner with us first? We'll just white label your product. And I was like, sure. You know, uh, I guess that's fine. You know, wasn't super excited about that. Uh, but they had 8,000 customers. And so was super excited about the potential for 8,000 customers. And so, uh, it, you know, that excited me. And they, uh, they eventually came back and said, look, if you're not interested in selling, we're not even white labeling. Like, that's not really what we want to do. We want to buy. We want to acquire. And I'm like, I want to sell. So this is a, this is a good partnership. And so um, that process itself was, was probably stretched me thinner than any process I've been through. Um, I don't typically work really hard, um, at least not, not at that. I, I have set hours that I want to work and, and do, and it was, it was incredibly, uh, incredibly difficult and the hardest I've probably ever worked over an extended period of time. As a matter of fact, I had a panic attack, which is crazy because uh, I don't consider myself a panicker, but I, uh, I had a panic yeah. attack when it came to all the way down to the wire and there was, the pressure was so much and the stress was so much and, uh, and, and it was kind of a health care for me. And uh, we got all the way down to it. And there were three of us at the time. So Dave, you had sold, I believe you had sold, uh, you had sold your ownership to go start your thing uh, at this point in time. So there were three of us on my board that were making the decision. And uh, we had gotten all the way up to about three days prior to closing. And one of my, one of the two partners who was not the one that was involved, but said, you know, because of something that one of their lawyers has said, or one of our lawyers had said, basically was like, we're not doing this deal. He's like, I don't want to do this deal. Let's walk away from it. And I'm like, you know, you haven't been involved in the process, you know, and I, while I appreciate you trying to, you know, inject some wisdom into, into this particular subject, you're killing me, man. Like, uh, I, I, can't, I don't know that we can walk away at this point in time. We've spent almost $200,000 in legal fees forget the rest of it. We spent almost $200,000 in legal fees and our sales were flat because I was the sales guy and I was spending, mm. you know, I'd spent probably four or five months only working on this. And, and so I'm like, I, I don't know that we can, I, I don't know that this is going to, that, that we can walk away from it at this point. We just, we have to move forward. And so we did. And, and he was in agreement. He was just, it was one of those things where it was a knee jerk reaction to something that somebody had said. And so uh, we moved forward and it was definitely the best decision that we had ever made because that was, we closed on February 12th and COVID had just kind of started. 
but it really hit about a month later. Like everybody was like, oh, this is a thing. Let's shut everything down about a month later. And in the process, the program, a lot of the programs we served were uh, Medicare, it was federal government programs. And they said the words that, uh, that you always, you know, don't want to hear due to the regulatory burden, you know, we have post or we have, uh, you know, suspended this program and they kind of cut our knees out from under us on a couple of programs that were our bread and butter. And so um, we lost a good portion of our revenue due to that. Um, now, you know, we went with a conglomerate that was, you know, had 3,500 employees and was in, you know, multiple countries and like, you're just really, really big, deep pockets. And I think Reuters listed it two days ago that ShareCare is, is, uh, is planning on going public. And so that's just kind of the icing on the cake for, uh, you know, for my little company that started out with, you know, you and I on a card table, uh, in your dining room or my dining room, then, you know, when we sold, I think I had 13 employees and, and, uh, the company is about to go public. So, yeah, I can't uh, believe they haven't, you got, you haven't cool. like, uh, upgraded the logo yet. I mean, I, I, I created that logo. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And, and as a matter of fact, this is funny. I know we're, we're running short on time. I've actually, I uh, got a hard stop here in just a little bit, which by the way, is one of the things that people now say all the time along with, Oh, I'm sorry. I was muted. Um, I say that but, too, uh, even though it doesn't matter. It makes me feel like, you know, more important. Yeah, it does, <laughs> does make you feel better. So uh, one of the things that was funny, right, right after we closed, so this was February, maybe the end of, end of February, I went to a national meeting with this company and uh, started meeting all of these people. Anyway, they have this one guy that is in charge of specifically visualizations. And so I give a demo of my beautiful baby to them and everybody's excited and the whole sales team's like, yeah, we want to sell this. And it's everybody's like, rah, rah, and high-fiving and, and, and on a high. And this guy, I believe he was Ukrainian. Um, this is real quiet, real, uh, real quiet guy. We go and uh, we start walking down the street together to go to dinner. We're in, I think we're in New York city at the time and we're walking down the street and he's like, you violated every rule of visualizations that there is. And like, this is funny because I've just shown my baby, and I, like number one, it made me think, well, number one, Dave did it. It was all Dave's fault. And then I was so mad because I'm just like, I just sold this company for a lot of money. And you're telling me that I violated every rule. I'm like, who are you? And what, you know, why would yeah. you do this? So it turns out like he's head of visual, visualizations for the company. And like he does, and he's, he's really jealous. good at his job, I'm sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit, but he's like, you use the wrong colors. You use the wrong schema. You use all this stuff. And I'm just like, I just sold my company to yours. So I don't know what, what in the world you're talking about. So it was kind of a funny thing. And uh, he, he, I think there was some cultural differences. He didn't realize that he was being really insulting to me. And he actually came back and apologized later. But I was just thinking about that because not only did we not ever change the logos from when, when you designed the logo in the very beginning, but we also didn't change the color schema or any of the ways that I the love visualization the color scheme in the changed. screen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, according to this uh, Ukrainian programmer who's supposed to be the, the best in the business, you violated every rule possible, but I appreciate it anyway. So uh, you're, you're good, man, right? You're, uh, you made uh, good money on that. I did. It was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was a great story of, of 40, 32 money. Yeah. Uh, so happy for you, man. Yeah. Especially with the new news. Yeah. Well, awesome. Hey, thanks so much, Rob. Uh, great, uh, great catching up with you. And 
we'll catch you soon, man. Yeah, enjoyed it. Let's grab the coffee sometime. All right, let's definitely do that. Right. I gotta go. I got a hard stop. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. All right, man. Catch you. See you guys.